0: Today, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005.
0: Welcome to another week of Without Bias. Sam Hargraves here. Looking forward to getting into everything we can in the world of lawn bowls. Australia's only dedicated lawn bowl show on commercial radio is Without Bias. We've got some great guests lined up. For you this evening, we're going to chat to the national coach, Steve Glasson, very shortly. But I thought we'd kick things off tonight by speaking to someone who I've been told is one of the most promising and talented prospects that we have in Australian bowls. Now, the other week, the Jackaroos squad was announced and the contracted Jackaroos players were all announced. They also announced the emerging Jackaroo squad, which is like a second-tier feeder squad. It's like the Australia A of Lawn Bowls. And one of the people that was at the top of that list, and I got told, is someone we should absolutely be looking out for, who's got an incredibly bright future in the world of Lawn Bowls, is 17-year-old Kira Burke, a superstar up-and-comer, and and she's been good enough to join us on Without Bias. Hello, Kira. Did I accurately capture just how talented you are?
2: Yes, you sure did.
0: (laughs) So congratulations, first of all, of being named into the Emerging Jackaroo Squad. How does that feel and how did you find out that you'd been put into that squad?
2: Thank you so much. Um, it was one afternoon. I was at school and um, I got a message from a fellow friend, uh, Chloe Stewart, and she sent me a message and she was like, oh my God, congratulations. I was like, <laughs> what do you want about? And then I realised when she sent me the message that I'd just been picked in the emerging Jackaroos. I was sitting in class and I was like, oh my God, what just happened?
0: So you had to sort of contain yourself in class. Did you, did you tell all your classmates? Did you put your hand up and say, excuse me, I've got some big news? Or did you just have to wait until you got home? Or how did you handle it all?
2: I waited until I got home because my mum was actually the one who got the message on her phone instead of me. So... But, uh, no, it was very exciting, and um, I still can't believe it.
0: So take us to the start of where this all began for you. What, how does a 17-year-old get into Lawn Bowls? How old were you when you started, and how did you get into the wonderful world of Lawn Bowls?
2: So when I started, I was 10 years old. I had played a social game with my stepdad, and also I'd been to a coaching session that my grandma was attending, and um, just ever since then, I've just always been interested in it and always wanted to do well. And that's pretty much where my drive started to, you know, be become a state player and further my career.
0: Now, you started out at Ocean Grove. Is that right?
2: I actually started in my small hometown in Maryborough, Victoria.
0: Now I know Maryborough. I'm from Bendigo, which is very, very close to Maryborough. Oh, there you go! Awesome. There you go! There you go! So there's a good, there's actually a very uh, strong lawn bowls contingent from um, from around Central Victoria. Um, there's there's a fair few of you guys that have come from that region.
2: Yeah, definitely. There's
0: been heaps. Uh, okay, so you got started in Mariborra, uh and then when did you really start to? dominate your age group because i know that you've won championships at under 17 level under 18 level and you claimed the uh, 2019 australian open for the under 18 girls in the singles which is a massive achievement
2: yeah um so probably when i was about i think i was 13 i got picked for my very first state test series and i was stoked and um like since then i had been picked for victoria and um my last game was in January, actually, for Victoria, and I made the move up to Queensland, and um, yeah, it's been amazing ever since.
0: And so, where do you? When did you feel like you thought that this was a sport that you could really go far in? Was there a moment that you thought, okay, I'm I'm actually really really good at this, uh, and I can see a career and a and a future?
2: <laughs> well, it was actually Christmas, and my parents had bought me this brand new set of bowls, and I was so like stoked. I was like, "Oh my god, look at this! I got a new set of bowls." And um, ever since then, I've just been, you know, yes, I really want to do well at this sport.
0: And and so what when you when that sort of gets decided and and that pathway's there, had you been getting picked for representative teams? Had you how, how does how did you sort of make sure that you were uh, on the radar of the people like Steve Glasson, the, the national coach, to to get yourself into that Jackaroo squad?
2: I've just been you know, playing in lots of competitions, as many as I could. Um, like in Tweed Heads, we have the Junior Nugget, which is coming up soon, actually. And um, just playing in big competitions. And, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. And making sure that um, during those comps that I'm at my peak performance and trying to do my very best.
0: So would people be surprised to hear how many... Young people like yourself, there are playing lawn bowls. So when you go to tournaments, like how many people are you competing against in your own age group?
2: Oh, I don't, I don't really don't know. Not too, in the open tournaments, not too many my age, but um, there is a few, there is more coming up, but we still need to, you know, make sure there is more and more young ones that will be coming through the ranks.
0: Now, I know that Barry Lester, and he's one of the people I was referring to before because he got started in Wedderburn, which is not too far from Meribah and Bendigo, where you and I are from. He has a, yeah. a, a wine label that he likes to, that he's involved in. Are you, is there anything that you're going to sort of do along uh, similar lines? Is there passion projects that you're going to use and, and do as part of your Lawn Bowls career to uh, endorsement deals wise?
2: Um, to be honest, not really, um, not really, (laughs) not really interested in that kind of stuff. But, um, no, he has done a great job with his wine label and, um, yeah, congratulations to him for doing that. That's awesome.
0: So Kira, um, I'm going to be chatting to the national coach, Steve Glasson, uh, very shortly in the show. Um, obviously he already knows how good you are, but do you need me to, do you need me to put you in a good word anymore for, do you need me to pump you up anymore for him? Is there anything I should be saying to him about you? (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, I think I'm all good. Thank you.
0: <laughs> all right, no, I'm, that's good. I just wanted to check because I'm 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 here to help. Uh, so Kira Burke, <laughs> uh, if you've just joined us, talking to Kira Burke, seventeen years old, who's been selected in the Australian Emerging Jackaroo Squad in the wonderful sport of, sport of uh, lawn bowls. So, what's next for you? What's the next big tournament that that you're l- focusing on and and working towards?
2: Um, this weekend, the on Saturday and Sunday, I have the Junior Nugget. And um, that's a big tournament. Now that's a tweet heads where people. you are at now, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is.
0: So it's, it's, and, it's um, a big deal, isn't it, this tournament?
2: It is a big deal. It's a very big deal. And I can't wait to get out on the green and try my very best and get to see some old teammates from down Vic who'll be travelling their way up here very shortly.
0: Now, last week when we were speaking about the Nugget, and it was fascinating to hear that this is the tournament that we're the best of the best. Come to play, especially if you're a singles player. Now, as a singles player, uh, you're pretty much the rock stars of the whole joint. I mean, there's teams we know, and there's fours, and there's there's, there's the triples, and uh, and the and uh, and the pairs, and everything like that. But but you singles guys, you are the rock stars of the whole setup. Is that right?
2: <laughs> yeah, you could say that.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, that's what we say. That's what we're going with. Everybody wants to be the main main person. Um, so who's your, who's your, the person that's going to be your, your, your toughest competition there uh, at the Golden Nugget?
2: There, there'll be a few, I believe. And, um, probably the one that I'll be looking out for, I could say would be, um, Casey Tone. Last year I played her in the quarterfinal and I only lost by one shot. So, um, I'll be definitely looking out for her.
0: Oh yeah. That's redemption. It's, it's, it's big this year out, out for revenge. Is that right?
2: definitely yes
0: i like the sound of that hey kira it's been so good chatting to you now i'm sure that uh, someone who's reaching the heights that you are at such a young age doesn't get there without the help of some very important people so who uh is who's given the most impact on your career and who's been the biggest support to you to get to where you are now
2: definitely my parents my parents have done so much for me they've driven me like two and a half hours every weekend down to play for ocean grove and i played down there and all all across Victoria and now the move up to Queensland, um, yeah, I can't think them enough.
0: Well, we look forward to seeing how you go at the Nugget and just how your career just blossoms from here on out. Uh, It's an incredible achievement to be in the Australian Emerging Jackaroo squad and we know that there's uh, plenty more massive achievements coming your way. Kira Burke, thanks for chatting to us on Without Bias.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Kira Burke, she's going to be an absolute star in the world of Lawn Bowls. Can't wait to see her take off over the next few years. What a legend. Each week on Without Bias, we're going to be conducting a Forever Young segment. It's all thanks to Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating the Forever Young. Now, this will see us pay homage to the older generations of Aussies doing great things in the world of Lawn Bowls, whilst also being young at heart and active in life. And those characters who are unforgettable and forever young, you'll see these guys on the Bowls show, the TV program as well, on Fox Sports on Sundays. And tonight, our very special guest is Karen Murphy. Now, Karen is a 2006 Commonwealth Games gold medalist and a legend of Australian lawn bowls, a world champ, and widely considered to be one of the best female bowlers in the world. Karen Murphy has turned her head to coaching, where she's passing on her experience and wisdom to her new and seasoned bowlers. Uh, And she's been good enough to join us on Without Bias. Hello, Karen.
3: Yeah, hi, how are you going?
0: really well hey you've just got back from the uk tour we just had steve glasson on oh we are sorry we're going to be chatting we're going to be chatting to steve glasson in the show just after the break how did the tour go from your perspective and how are you enjoying the step into coaching
3: yeah well the tour went really well thanks it was uh it was uh, quite a hectic tour i suppose but um the weather was good and we played uh england Ireland, scotland wales and had some really good results uh so it was uh, you know we had a sort of a mix of some experienced jackaroos and also some um some jackaroos that are emerging and um yeah it was really good. we had some great results and 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 we gained some great knowledge in preparation for birmingham twenty twenty two
0: Now, as I mentioned before, you are a legend of Aussie Lawn Bowls, one of our best ever, Uh, 2006 Com Games gold medalist. Are you really proud and and are you a little bit in awe of just where the sport of bowls is getting to? The fact that players can now be full-time professionals and the exposure that it's getting with radio and TV and uh, the sport is just seeming to go from strength to strength. And it's off the back of the work that people like you have done in the past.
3: Yeah, well, I suppose there's, you know, I mean, a lot of people, uh, you know, that have that have, uh, you know, raised the profile. I suppose of, of our sport, but you know, certainly the inclusion in the Commonwealth Games uh, helps the profile of our of our sport. And uh, you know, I just think that it's a younger sport now, and it's um, it's now deservedly getting the recognition that it you know it hasn't had over the the last you know. So many years, I suppose, because of that that youth factor, and and um, you know we've got a lot of good young players. Our average age of our Australian teams is is very young. So uh, yeah, it's great to see, and um, yeah, deservedly so. It's a fantastic sport, and we've got a lot of great people involved uh, within our sport, and also you know Bowls Australia, our national sporting organisation, do a fantastic job in the promotion of it and and the organisation of it. So it, yeah, it's just it's, yeah, it's great to see, and I'm very proud to see that.
0: I just got off the phone to Kira Burke, who's been added to the emerging Jackaroo squad. 17 years old. She won the under-19 Australian Open singles. You just get the impression that she's going to be an out-and-out superstar...
3: I was lucky enough to commentate and watch Kira play in the uh, final of the under-18s at the Australian Open this year. And, uh, yeah, first time I'd actually watched her play, she's a great little player and, uh, you know, really impressed with how she composed herself under pressure and things like that. So, you know, we're we're blessed with players like Kira and and other young guys and and young girls uh, and blessed with depth in our Australian uh, high-performance program. And, um, you know, I think that can only hold us in good stead going ahead in years to come.
0: Well, Karen, it's been an absolute joy to have you on Without Bias. It's so good to see for those younger generations that they're going to have someone like you being able to get them through to the next level with your involvement now in coaching. It's wonderful to see you still involved in the game at that level. Uh, Thanks so much for being Without Bias and uh, talking to us in our Forever Young segment.
3: Thank you. Thanks very much.
0: Uh, that is our Forever Young segment on Without Bias, and we do it all for Tobin Brothers Funeral, celebrating the Forever Young and celebrating lives. Up next on Without Bias, the national coach, Steve Glasson, will take us through that tour that we just heard Karen talking about of the UK and let us know how they're faring in the lead up to 2022 in Birmingham and what's on the calendar for the rest of the year for our Australian Lawn Bowlers. That's all coming up next on Without Bias, SEN. From the white outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Welcome back to Without Bias, all for Bowls Australia, Australia's only dedicated lawn bowl show on commercial radio. Sam Hargraves here, and it's an absolute pleasure to be joined again by the man in the top job, the national coach of the BCIB, Australian Jackaroos, Steve Glasson. Good to talk to you again.
1: Sam, pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much for the opportunity again. Hope you are well.
0: Oh, I'm fantastic. And I just had the pleasure of speaking to one of the rising stars in the sport. Uh, Kira Burke was our first guest on the show this evening. And I said, now I'm chatting to the national coach, Steve Glasson, coming up. Do you need me to put in a good word for you? Is there anything I need to say to him just to pump you up (laughs) a little bit more? And she just laughed and said, no, I think I'm good. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, no she and she is good there's no doubt about that. So look what a what a delightful young lady and uh coming through the ranks very nicely. Um you know talent to burn and and she's obviously been identified as you know one of the stars of the future. Um not only has she got this this wonderful talent that's uh, emerging at the moment but she's also a, a, just a fantastic young lady with it and, and probably epitomizes what it is to be a, a young elite player and and hopefully, just in some very small way, we can help her continue to develop and uh, and unfold as a, as a Super League player. So exciting times for both Kira and ourselves in the program. And uh, I'm sure you enjoyed the interview with her as well.
0: No, she was great to chat to. And what I really liked about her was that she was seemed very uh, sure of herself and very confident, but without a hint of arrogance, which... I think is a fantastic trait in every elite level athlete. And I love the fact that, you know, she's she's very pumped up for the Nugget, which is coming up at a now home club in Tweed Heads. And uh, she did tell me that she lost it by a shot last year. So she is out for revenge this year, which I just think is fantastic.
1: That's great. Well, they say sometimes you've got to lose one to win one, don't they? So, yes. So whether there's any fact to that or not, but uh, I'm sure she'll be uh, one of the top contenders there. And, and naturally, you know, being part of the national program, I wish her every success in her endeavours there as well.
0: And I was having a bit of laugh with her too. And she uh, talked, about, we talked about the fact that she won uh, the Under-19 Australian Open in the singles. And I said to her, so, you know, the singles players, you guys are the rock stars of the sport, aren't you? You guys are the main attraction. She said, That's yeah, right, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh,
1: she's got it worked out. She's, uh, she's a smart cookie, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> no, she's fantastic.
0: Now, uh, Steve, a contingent of about 10 open and eight uh, para sports squad members recently completed the 14 day tour of the UK, and you competed in a number of test series against Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England, uh, at Royal Leamington in Spa, or sorry, Leamington in Birmingham uh, in England, and the host of the Lawn Bowls venue for the 2022 Com Games. Uh, you had some venues in Wales, in Cardiff, and up in uh, northern Peru, I think it is. How did, the, how did yes. the team fare? Mate, it was excellent, thank you.
1: So um, we were sensationally hosted by the clubs you mentioned, Leamington, Spa, also Cardiff, and then up in, uh, the I call it, Bury U. I think you're closer to it than I am. But I have a little bit of pronunciation troubles with the Welsh, but they looked our fabulous hosts. And uh, we had the opportunity to play all four home nations uh, in order, Ireland, Scotland, Wales and of course England uh, to finish it off with. It was a hectic tour. We we landed and we hit the ground running. Uh, literally one sleep, uh, a little bit of practice, and straight into a series against Ireland, um, our, our Irish mates. So, uh, but look, it's it's part of our preparation, early preparation leading up to and including the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games. So, as you so correctly point out, Sam, Leamington Spa is the host venue for that. So we spent most of our time there. We we did go across and which was um a, a great break up for the trip too to go across to Wales and, and catch up with the Welsh there in Cardiff and you um and uh and obviously compete. Uh we, we got a share of the silverware, but that wasn't the the real goal of the event. Um, you know, obviously it's a seek and discover mission and, and we're trying to or aiming to do this each year in the lead up to the Birmingham Commonwealth games and we're very well supported. I've got to give them a plug to Commonwealth Games Australia and Australian Sport for helping us fund this because it's a it's a really significant resource to be able to do it. So we're very grateful for that. But hopefully, you know, in three years' time, it, all these trips and, and our learnings um, go particularly well and, and helps us contribute to the overall Australian Commonwealth Games team in securing a Swagin medal. So that's what it's all about. We historically, you know, have probably been... Par or below par, and this is from day one of of lawn bowls from Australia in, in our performances in the UK. So it's a real uh, it's a real exciting challenge for us, I think, and a real opportunity for us to to get up there and and strike some more success. And and we we certainly played well up there, but we also came away with learnings and and things that we've identified that we can do better. So we'll continue this this charge towards the games, and I know it's still three years away, but that comes around awfully awfully quick. So and the, and the window of opportunity to play up there in their, you know, outdoor English summer is limited. So we've got to take every possible uh, advantage we can. So again, a really good trip. We learned a lot and it was great to have on this occasion our para sport team members involved as well. And that was their really first taste of the UK outdoor conditions and they thrived and they did really well.
0: I want to ask you about our power athletes in just a moment, but what I really love about this tour, and you're going to do that in the, each year building up, but it's very much like what Australian cricketers do when they know there's an Ashes series coming. They get over and play county cricket, and it's really about getting used to the conditions, getting used to the different pitches, and getting used to the different balls. And Not that you guys, you guys take your own, obviously, with your bowls, but it very much is getting used to, I suppose, the English greens, isn't it? Yeah, look, it is, and and
1: we have to change all our equipment as well for the for the matches up there because the greens obviously a lot heavier, a lot slower. So we change uh, our equipment from what we primarily use here in Australia to to vastly different uh, bowls, especially up in the UK. So um, that in itself was a challenge, and we did that this year, and we still learnt that perhaps we hadn't quite got it right. So um, so their learnings that will be just exceptional moving forward and, and ensuring that you know we're not guessing or we're not. Um, you know, preempting the fact that we've got it right, we actually know with with a great deal of confidence and fact that you know we're on the money with what we're using. So, you know, it's a mindset thing. So, you know, it's just getting use conditions, playing the game a little bit differently to how we play it here. Um, so, yeah, again, it was just uh, it, it was very beneficial. I think everyone's kind of buggered now, to, to put it bluntly, because it was such a hectic tour and um, people are recovering from you know the. Um, the Asia Pacific games, the Australian Open, the UK tour, So it's been a really hectic period. So um, just a little reprieve. I mean, we've got junior gold nuggets and gold nuggets next week at Tweethead. So there's lots to look forward to as well. So a hectic time in the bowl community.
0: You've got a lot happening at the moment, Steve. Hey, just with the UK tour, did you identify any areas of opportunity in terms of the personnel that you'd like to now develop uh, a bit further looking ahead to the 2022 Com Games?
1: Yeah, so we'll go back again next year in 2020. Again, a very hectic period in the middle of the year next year. But uh, we've had a couple of players that haven't had exposure up there either in the last year or two or or back since Glasgow in 2014. So obviously we want to see how how they're going and and give them an opportunity as well. We've got some stuff to sort out with our para team. I mean, they're uh, a a vital part of our team and coming off common games at Broadbeach Beach with two gold medals. You know, we want to ensure that, they're just as competitive up there. Mm. And, and, and as well, the staff. So we, um, we implemented a, a new strategy. We, we recruited the services of a guy called Andy Thompson, who is an iconic uh, dual international for England and Scotland, um, an expert in the outdoor conditions in the UK. And Andy came on board with us this trip as well. So it was really um, quite intriguing to, to see how he um, saw the game being played by our guys compared to how, say, the very best in the UK play it. And he was able to, um, to you know, really point out some some deal breakers as far as what we do, um, along with the other coaches as well. So you know, that's an exciting, I suppose, experiment. But the um, the experiment certainly working. And Andy was really well received by our squad, and certainly contributed significantly to the tour. So um, we're, we're delighted. Although I will say he did come in for a little bit of flack from his uh, his local countrymen for having the green and gold on, but he uh, he dealt with that. Uh, sensationally well as well. It was all in good
0: fun. <laughs> We'd be no different if one of ours uh, crossed Absolutely. over to help out the the Yeah, hey, uh, and and I'm really curious. And, and you talked about the para athletes before, and I know that vision impaired bowlers now is a real focus point, given the success of 25 year old uh, Jake Fellberg at the the last Com Games.
1: Yeah, so so Jake Felberg and partner Lynn Seymour um, secured the goal at Commonwealth Games. It was hard fought. They you know they were challenged by a number of teams. So. Uh, Jay's doing exceptionally well. It's probably one area where we need to try and help as well. The, the uh, Vision Impaired Association, that's called ABBA, uh, Australian Blind Bowls Association here in Australia, to uh, perhaps recruit some new members. So it's probably a two-part program, the fact that we'd like to see their numbers built because with more numbers, of course, comes more competition um, and, and it helps build the sport as well. But also for the elite side of things, you know, whether we can identify uh, some other players that can throw out a challenge to our current crop to um, to contest for something like a Commonwealth Games and, and help build that that grassroots but but very elite uh, model that's happening there. So um, so we're sort of looking very closely at that at the moment, and we will be coming out with some news soon about some possible uh, recruitment processes for the vision impaired as well. We're clearly working with Aver and, and uh, trying to help out in that sort of uh, that arm of the of the bowls community as well.
0: Uh, Steve, I really appreciate your time. Steve Glasson, National Coach of the Australian Jackaroos. Uh, I know that the, the Nugget's coming up at Tweed Heads very soon, but what's the rest of your calendar looking like for the rest of the year before we let you go?
1: Yeah, so there's a little bit coming up. We've got, uh, as you say, the Golden Nugget, Junior Nugget this weekend. We've got some uh, development events happening at Soldiers Point and Edelong in August. Uh, September gives us a little bit of a reprise, so that means just getting some normal work done. Um, but then, you know, leading into October, and especially November, we've got things like multi-nations, we've got um, Australia versus the rest of the world, we've got a trans-Tasman test series, so there's lots going on there, Um, and we're looking at just changing the trans-Tasman test series up a little bit, and a bit of a scoop, there's a potential to have an over-60s trans-Tasman this year as well, so that's uh, very exciting, because that's a huge demographic in our sport, so more news to come about that, but um, you know, there's plenty of international competition coming up as well as the general domestic calendars, which includes some Australian championships and all manner of other things, over 60s and uh, you name it, in the state test series. So there's lots to look forward to. So it's just Sam, it's really never-ending, um, and it's just great that we've got so much going on in the sport.
0: Absolutely, Steve Glass, and Always a pleasure to chat to you. Really appreciate your time on Without Bias. Our national coach of our Australian, Jack Aroo, is doing a cracking job, and congratulations on the success of the UK Tour. A fact-finding mission, we'll call it, and we look forward to progressively uh, just working up to that 2022 Com Games, where I'm sure you'll lead the team to great success. Thanks for having another chat to us on Without Bias. My pleasure as always. Thank you very much, Sam, and good bowling to everybody. Beautifully said, Steve Glass, the national coach. And that's it for us for another week of Without Bias. If you missed any of tonight's show, you can always catch it at the podcast. Go to sen.com.au. This is the Sporting Capital and the VFL Hour is up next anthony stangle to join a special guest is alex woodward from collingwood's vfl side. he's got an incredible story this man what he's overcome to fight back from injury after injury needs to be heard and we'll just find out whereabouts he's at in his football journey that's all still to come sporting capital sen vfl hour up next